0: And welcome to Facebook Live. This is Denise Yutzi with PV31 and the 21. I cannot even tell you how excited I am to launch this adventure. And I wanted to give a shout out especially to Gail Moore, who took a few minutes of time just to encourage me and my passion and my purpose to reach women all over the world with the message of Christ. Tonight, what the topic is gonna to be is God is not shocked, so why are we? What that means is You know, a lot of times we walk in shame and condemnation just because there's things that have happened to us, whether we initiated them or someone else initiated them. And in that, we have to really overcome condemnation and shame. Sometimes it's inward. Many times it comes from those around us who have watched us fail and fall over and over and over again. So I just want to encourage you with this thought, and that's this. God is not mad at you. He is mad about you. He is so in love with you that He sent His Son Jesus to die for you so that He could have that relationship with you. Jeremiah 29 11 says, I know the thoughts I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts for good and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. You know, I want to give you a new perspective on an old story. In Genesis, we see where Adam and Eve were placed in the garden. And it doesn't tell us how long they were there before the fall, but what it does tell us is that there was a season and a time when the enemy came to Eve and coerced her and convinced her that God was holding something back. And in that moment, her and her husband Adam ate from the tree of good and evil. And it says that their eyes were opened and they hid. And what it said before that was that God would come every day and walk in the cool of the day with them. Can you imagine God walking alongside you every day, coming to meet with you to walk on your street in your life? But they, so God would walk with them in the cool of the day. And what it says was that next day that God came down and they heard him walking in the garden. And he went to find them and he said, Adam, where are you? And Adam said, we're hiding. And the Lord said, why are you hiding? And he said, because we're naked. And and the Lord asked Adam, how did you know that you were naked? And it was at that time that Adam had to reveal that the serpent deceived them. And so I just want to encourage you with this thought, that God was not the one who didn't show up that day. So many times when we fail or we falter in our lives, whether things that were of our own doing or things that we had no control over, sin. And shame causes us to hide from the very person who can deliver us from that hurt and that pain. So, in that, I want you to think about that every time that you want to hide, every time you want to pull back from the God who is there and who has freed you and will give you the deliverance and transformation that you need to get free from those things. That He will be there to meet you. You know, Luke 4:18 says. That God sent Jesus to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and that he came to set the prisoners free. So I want you to think about this. First of all, he came to heal the brokenhearted. So no matter where you are and no matter what you're going through, God knows. He can relate. He came to reach in and to heal those broken places. But what's interesting is he didn't just say he came to open the jail. He said, I came to set the captives free, and I came to open prison doors to those who are bound. So I want you to think about this. That's two separate items, two separate things. And I, the Lord really challenged me one day to say, why do you suppose that I separated those things? And this is the answer that he gave me, and I pray this encourages you. Captivity is something that someone else imposes on you. When the children of Israel were taken captive, it was because nations would come in and impose or superimpose their will upon that nation and take them over. There are many situations and circumstances in our life that we have no control over. Some at a very young age, some through our own lives, some through decisions of our spouses and our children that we have no control over. And it creates a captivity in our heart and in our lives. And then it says, I'll open prison doors to those who are bound. What does that mean? Well, imprisonment is usually something that is used as a consequence of a transgression, meaning it was something that we initiated. And in either case, what I love is that God said, I came to free you, to liberate you from both. So I want you to know today that wherever you are, in captivity or in bondage, to things that have caused shame or condemnation, God wasn't shocked by any of those. Remember, His plans for you are always and only for good. The Word says that God, the person who began a good work in you, and this is in Philippians, says He who began a good work in you is faithful to watch over it until the day of Christ. You know, so many times I meet women who are just going through a process, especially Christian women, Who have failed or faltered. They haven't lived up to that standard of perfection that either they've created in themselves or someone else has set that bar for them. And in that I want you to think about the concept of gold. If you don't know this, gold is rated by how many times it's gone through the firing process to release the elements that are causing contamination, which is called dross. So for something to go from 24 karat to 14 karat as it softens and as it graduates in value, it's because of the amount of time and processes that that gold has gone through. So I want you to recognize that there are going to be seasons and times in your life that the heat's going to get turned up. And as that heat gets turned up, that dross is going to flow to the top. What does that look like? It looks like a character flaw. It looks like you have an anger issue. It looks like you can't control your mouth. It looks like um, you spend wildly and crazy. It looks like that vice that you've been trying to conquer, you stumble and fall over and over again. And yet God is so loving and so careful. I want you to think about this thought. If you blast the fire on the bottom of gold just to fire out all the dross at the same time, it turns the gold black. So there's a long suffering, a patience in the process, a little bit at a time, to allow that gold to have that layer at that level to float to the top. Well, many times when those characteristics or those weaknesses are revealed to us, we're shocked, we're ashamed. It's a temptation to pull back from God or pull back from those things that we know are are helping us. And in that... It, it doesn't allow that process, that shame isn't meant to clutter our eyes. It's meant so that what the, the gold tender does is they skim the dross. Again, God's not shocked. He already knew that was there. It's just revealed to us that that's there. So let's get to the place when God reveals those character flaws. He reveals those weaknesses that are inside of us. As they float to the top, just allow him to skim him. Thank him for his goodness, his mercy, his long-suffering. Thank you that he doesn't easily waver. Thank you he shows up every single day looking to develop us. And in that, I just want you to know that as that value increases, the more processes that that goes through, what happens is that ultimately it becomes transparent. And you think about the word. It says we hold as in a reflection, as in a mirror. That's ultimately the, the process. As those, that draws flows, lifts to the top, and, and is skimmed off. And we allow that process happening in our lives. Ultimately, there is such a purity created that we reflect Christ. What an awesome thought. So I do just want to encourage you that allow that process to work inside of you. Don't pull back. Just let him do it. As we close, I want to encourage you with this thought. God looks out into the horizon every day. I don't know where you are in your walk. I don't know if you've even started your journey with Christ. But I want you to know that just as he came to the garden to meet Adam and Eve, he desires to walk with you every single day. You know, in the... In the New Testament, we see a proverb called the prodigal son, and it was somebody who knew Christ and walked away, knew the father, and and got his inheritance and went to the pig pen, went to the world, went to the things that they thought that would satisfy them, and yet the father was never resentful. It said that he went and looked out at the horizon every day expecting to see his son come back. And I want you to know that's exactly, again, God is mad about you. He is anticipating the day that he'll see you on the horizon coming back to know that you don't have to be afraid or ashamed. You don't have to be in fear because you're naked before him, but to know that he already knew it all and he loved you and died for you anyway. Um, the other scripture that's in Revelation says, Behold, He stands at the door and knocks. So today I would say to you, if you have never received Christ, recognize He is standing outside of the door of your heart and your life, tapping, saying, Can I come in? Can I start to create and develop that healing process in your life? Can I set you free from the captivity that others have put you in? Can I set you free from the imprisonment that by your own choices you've put yourself in? The encouragement is there's no condemnation in Christ. There is no condemnation in Christ. As we grow in Christ, the Word says we are new creations. Old things are passed away and all things have become new. When we repent, God says He throws our sin as far as the east is from the west. So no matter where you are, if you've never received Christ or if you've been born again forever, I would say it's time to allow the shackles of guilt and shame to be thrown off and broken. To recognize that door is already open. It's time for you to walk in the liberty and the freedom that He's purchased for you. I just want to share this last scripture with you, which is Isaiah 42:25, And it says this, I, even I, am He who blots out your transgressions for my own sake. And remember sin no more. Think about that. He's doing it for His sake. Why? Because He wants relationship with you. He wants to be able to walk with you in your daily life. He wants to be able to intersect in your family, in your finances, in your spiritual walk and development. God wants to heal you physically, financially, relationally and emotionally. And He is able. It just takes us yielding to that Lordship and trusting His goodness. Let's pray. God, I just thank you and praise you for this opportunity to minister to women all over the world. God, I know by your word that they are looking, they are searching, and they are hungry. But Lord, they're crying out, how can I know, how can I even understand unless somebody explains it to me? I thank you for the liberty and freedom that's going to come to women all over this world as they watch this video. God, that it would be time that they will restore their relationship with you. And God, come out from the hiding behind that guilt and shame to recognize you are not mad at them, but you are mad about them. God, I thank you for those who have never started that relationship with Christ, that today would be the day, the first day of the rest of their life. If you've never received Christ, I'd like you to just repeat this after me. Dear Jesus, I thank you for coming into my life. I thank you for dying for me, for shedding your blood, for creating liberty where I had bondage. I acknowledge you as my Lord and my Savior, and I choose to follow you all the days of my life. I thank you for the power of your Holy Spirit that will engage and empower me now to walk this walk out with faith and courage. Thank you so much for taking this time to be with me. I just want to encourage you, if you had not had a chance yet, please like our Facebook page, PV31 in the 21. Make sure that you get a chance to visit us on Twitter and on Instagram. And coming soon is the website, PV31 in the 21. I love you all very much. I'm committed to your success, and I expect to hear great things. Make sure to send me a message if this has blessed you, and make sure to share it with those that you know need it. God bless.